Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. everyone to the 65th episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. My name is Dylan Senpai and with me is the Uncommon Rider Sean. Hola. The hippest man in the room, Glitch, returns. What's up? It's good to be back and just letting everybody know I am naked right now. <laughs> I was podcasting in the nude. Alright. Okay. Now that we have that image in our head. Okay. And of course, the stupid awesome man is John. Yo. And the hard man with harder opinions, Andrew. Hi. So who saw Mad Max? Yes. yes. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, Damn it. Get, we can't even talk okay. about it now. I don't care about uh, spoilers. Besi- Go for it. Besides oh. the fact that, well, I mean, the non-spoiler stuff, um, it was awesome. <laughs> Things well, explode. Yeah, spoilers. Let me, uh, let, me, let me lead off with this. With absolutely no hyperbole or prose whatsoever, that might be the best movie of the last decade. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I do not disagree. Yeah. Um, it set a, a new standard for how action movies will and should uh, be shot. Um, well, American-Australian action movies anyways, because it still did not beat the action of The Raid 2. <laughs> Seriously. It was a different kind of yeah, action, Yeah, it absolutely it was. was. That is absolutely true. Yeah, it's a different movie altogether. Yeah. And it, is, it is just phenomenal. Yeah. It was a giant middle finger <laughs> to every blockbuster that's come out for the last 10 years. It really was. Michael Bay. Uh. <laughs> oh. Okay, kind of okay. So I'm going to go ahead and say this. Michael Bay is wrong. <laughs> he has been doing it wrong. George Miller is the way and the light. There you go. There we go. George Miller? Yeah, yeah George Miller. It just sounded like you said George Biller. <laughs> George... That was actually George Miller's lesser-known younger brother. That's what he went. Um, that's what he went by when he directed Happy Feet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but uh, I just, I just love the fact too that I was watching the credits of the movie, still hyped up and everything like that, and the construction section was bigger than the the 3D effects section. Yeah, you're like, this is how you make movies. Yeah. Yeah. This practical is how you effects. do this. Yes. Yeah. You combine practical with CGI. Don't depend on CGI. Yeah. Well, and the uh, and the guy who played the guitar the whole movie, uh, Iota. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like he's a real guitar player, and uh, they did an interview not with him but about him, and they were just like, yeah, that fire that's coming out of the end of his guitar, that's a practical effect. That is not CG. Of course yeah. not. Yeah. Like that's and- metal as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> 
The entire movie was metal as fuck. <laughs> no, quite literally everything was made of metal in some uh, form or fashion. You metal know what I actually guess. really liked about it that I took away from that movie that I thought was fantastic? What's that? The very clean and concise geometry of the action. You were never confused yeah. about what was going on. Well, they did have 480 hours of film to sift through. <laughs> Yeah, it's. I'm just saying, Michael Bay, you could you know clean up your shots a little bit. <laughs> it's crazy too because this movie was like in development hell for the longest time and was yes. like plagued by so many like things and that like it didn't seem like it was going to come out forever and then now it's like really really paid off. Yeah, one of which being originally Mad Max Four and then Mel Gibson had his anti Semite thing and then he didn't they didn't want him being Mad Max anymore. Yeah. So um, and not. Um, to- I- Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and not to mention, uh, just the opening for Thursday and Friday alone uh, made $16 million. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good for an R-rated action film. Yeah, for, yep. uh, for an R-rated action film, that is a good number. So the, the other thing that I was super excited about was the fact that, uh, let's just be honest, Tom Hardy did more with grunts <laughs> and twitches than most actors do with Dialogue. Yeah, dude, I, yeah, Tom Hardy is like a fucking amazing actor. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, I that's fucking why. love. I love Tom Hardy. I mean, he's Ugh. just been awesome in every movie he's been in. Yeah, and he and, he wears that post-apocalyptic garb very well. Yeah, yeah. Him, Charlize Theron was just as amazing, just as amazing. Yeah, yeah. She was. I mean, she was pretty cool. Um, but uh. So, yeah, I don't want to say anything else because, like, I just want to go see it, like, seven more times in the theater. <laughs> yeah, we had an old associate of ours. Uh, her husband saw it twice Thursday night when it premiered. <laughs> wow. Like, he wow. was, mind was so blown, he went back and <laughs> he saw just, it. right like, back around and go right back in. He's yeah. <laughs> like, not done yet. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was, yeah, that was probably a re- so close to a perfect movie. Yeah. As, that I've seen in such a long time. It's still like 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, it really I is. mean, that is just mind-blowingly yeah. amazing. It's unheard of. Yeah. It totally is. So that was our second week in a row where we did a Hollywood movie intro to our podcast. Yeah, right? about anime. Just, yeah. We're in the summer movie. It's summer movie season. This is just going to happen. Yeah. Hey, speaking of summer movies, we're going to pitch our own summer movie today in a brand new segment that we're going to replace our Tapagachi with called Pitch It. Or the pitch. The pitch. The pitch. <laughs> pitch it. Pitch it. You're, pitch no, it. we're not doing some weird 80s, like, game or something. Yeah, why not? I, I thought it was going to premiere on NBC this summer. Oh, damn it. Oh, 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 speaking of things premiering, the Muppets are coming back. I just had to throw that yeah. out. I know. The Muppets <laughs> are coming back. And it's weird because it has, like, a semi-adult spin to it. That's and what I, I love, love about it. it. Never, never, ever would I, did I think I was going to hear... Kermit the Frog say, I'm, I'm living in a bacon-wrapped hell. It was amazing. <laughs> hey, he's in the pigs. And the uh, animal. Uh, animals is like... Animal do nudity. Yeah, do nudity as long as it's... Like, oh. yeah, and tasteful nudity. <laughs> yeah, too, too, tasteful nudity. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's, your, what's your name? I want to say Gary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I was in a holiday special. Yeah. Like, my main uh, question I want to know, will Crawford be back? Uh, this one's Crawford. Yeah, Crawford. Was he a crawfish? Crawford that was in like the old, yeah, the old ABC Muppet show, like Muppets Tonight or something like that. Oh wow, that was yeah, that oh, was the a long term term all the time. Uh, I don't remember. I bet you they will. I bet you they will. Yeah, I, it's, might... it seems like they're really going all out with this. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. And it's really yeah. funny too because ABC is doing it because they have the property to 
the Muppets, but they're parried, uh, parodying NBC TV shows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, ABC is, like, taking the opportunity to be like, take that, NBC! It's, it's the first time... And they're time... doing it with puppets, no less. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first time in my entire <laughs> life where I've said... Where I haven't said ABC where shows go to die. <laughs> yeah. That's so we ABC do, family, though. Yeah. So we do eventually talk about anime on this podcast. <laughs> and we start off by ringing the news bell. News. Yeah, we go. There's, that's what a news. bell sounds like. I don't have a lot of news this week. <laughs> Me neither. I don't have any. So. My news entirely consists of the fact that Fury Road came out and was amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we actually got, for, for our media news this week, we got a piece from our fan Mike, who passed along to us the news that Comic-Cons around the U.S. are now going to be hosting Mangaka. And first, uh, to kick off, the Mangakas for Yu-Gi-Oh! and Naruto are hitting up Comic-Cons now. Yeah. What is a Mangaka? Mangaka, 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 Mangaka are basically ma- manga authors and artists. Yeah, authors and artists. Uh, yeah, they're called mangaka. So that's that's a pretty big deal. I mean, it, we're starting to mix cultures. Well, because seeing that uh, manga artists, all they do pretty much is sit in their house and being like, "Help me! I have to finish this issue before next week." And you they're know, taking time to go to yeah, the and they're taking now. kind of time to go. <laughs> And, you know, it's, that's really true. But I mean, if you think about it, I don't think I've ever heard of a comic con actually happening in Japan. So, do the Japanese actually really care that much about U.S. comic books? I don't, I'm actually not really familiar with that connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. They do conventions over there. Do they? They, they have American connection uh, co- conventions. Wow. Uh, I know some Americans go to them. I don't know if like Americans go as like. Yes. Like their own little section, yeah. Like the way we have anime cons here, they have like western cons over there. Yeah, I don't know about that, but I do know that like manga and anime have like actual conventions over there, just like we have comic book conventions over here. They have Hamburger Con. Hamburger. New Hamburger. That's honestly all I have for media news. So, uh, But I do have some exciting gaming <laughs> Thank news. You, Mike. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Uh, I do have some exciting gaming news, which was... Guys, did you see the Nintendo E3 video? Yeah. yeah no. no. Okay, so Reggie... The American CEO of, of, uh, yeah, this yeah, is, of Nintendo. Nintendo. This is the first time in a couple years that Nintendo is going to be at E3. Not only that, they're kicking off E3. Like, they're the first conference of the con. <laughs> And that's that awesome. is definitely different, isn't it? Yes. So I think dealing it's... with a theme park now, they can do whatever they want. And that was the other part of it, too. I mean, I'll put the link in the description. I actually contributed to an article on NerdyShow.com of what to expect out of Nintendo Land's Universal theme park. You know, uh, Universal is getting a section somewhere in, the, in one of their theme parks to turn into Nintendo Land. And so there's a con- contributor article on NerdyShow.com. That you can read about what we want to see that uh, rides and attractions. I want to smash pots for prizes. <laughs> Ram- yeah, Rainbow Road roller coaster. Rainbow Road roller coaster. Yeah, I really liked one of the contributors' ideas to have somebody dressed in a Wario costume going around to different sections of the park and just doing Wario wear moments like on the street. That would <laughs> oh, be, that'd be kind of cool. That yeah. would be awesome. I never thought of the thing where you just, like, I wonder how much vandalism there's going to be in the parks where people just run into stores and just start smashing all the pots for rubies. <laughs> I can see that happening. But then the crazier part is when they actually get one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It gets even worse. Like, you know how much 
props and whatnot you can buy at stores now when that happens. Yeah, seriously. Exclusive oh, can... Amiibos, too. Oh, oh man. God. Like your Mii <laughs> Amiibo? Yeah. <laughs> you can make your own Mii stand now? Like, how to do a Legoland? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea, too. What if, what if all it was was just like a Wii Fit section, and that was the whole Nintendo Land? <laughs> yeah. What? I want a section like the Wizard. Another one of the ideas, too, was you know how Disney World has those magic cards now where, like, you can fight Disney villains on the screen by playing a magic-style game in front of yeah. a computer? Somebody was thinking that the idea they should do that with Pokemon. Ha! <laughs> Oh my god, that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? You go. I would around, never leave the park. Go around to different. Go around to different machines and catch Pokemon, and then battle them on other machines. Could you around, imagine oh, actual man. Pokemon tournaments? Like, if they still do like the Game Boy Pokemon tournament, can you imagine that in Nintendo Land? Yeah, you just like walk around, and somebody dressed as a bug catcher is just like, "I'm here to battle you." <laughs> hey, crap! I'm in Zaza. <laughs> I mean, you you spotted in my line of. My line of sight. I am going to battle you. Oh, you want to battle, huh? <laughs> and then you beat them and they give you $3,000. <laughs> give me your lunch money, kid. Bus catchers do not have 3,000 zen. That's just not true. <laughs> Pokebucks. Pokebucks. Or whatever. Disney dollars. <laughs> Disney dollars. <laughs> Some other non-gold standard back currency. Dogecoin. <laughs> was that all you had for the gaming news that's all I had for gaming news I, I, I thought I might throw in just sort of a follow up uh, from what we talked about on the last episode with like all the Konami stuff which yes, please. I learned recently more about like Konami and how a lot of Japanese um, developers and publishers like that they don't just make games. Apparently, Konami it makes a ton of money in other ways, like with pachinko machines. They also like have like tons of different Konami buildings in Japan. I don't really know what all of them do, but it uh. seems like like their recent moves might be like, well, we're not making as much money as we'd like to in the other parts of the world, so we're going to sort of scale back to maybe I don't know save some money because i think i read somewhere i don't know if i mentioned on the last podcast that just to be on the new york (laughs) stock exchange it would cost them like five million dollars a year just to be on it and so that's why recently they pulled out of the new york stock exchange they're not a publicly traded company anymore at at least in um that market i think in in several other markets they're still available or whatever probably on in hong kong and tokyo yeah exactly But uh, I, I, feel th- I thought those were interesting, now. and I also, another Konami-related thing was, I had mentioned a, a couple other Japanese game developers that left um, whatever company they were they belonged to in Japan recently. There was, a, there was like four, I think, that I mentioned, and uh, Koji Igarashi, I believe, was uh, one that I couldn't remember his name at the time, but he was like the brainchild for Castlevania, essentially, and he used to work at Konami, uh-huh. obviously. He actually has a Kickstarter now for his new game called Bloodstained, and oh, it's, yeah. it's I've seen that yeah one. it's already raised five times the amount of money he asked for. Wow, that seems, yeah. a, that seems to be an interesting trend going on. Like yes. major developers of certain companies are backing out and just creating, for lack of a better term, another version of what they wanted to, like the whole yeah the whole thing. time. Like they're making their basically they're making their dream project. They're mighty number no. nine everything. Like mighty number no. nine. Like, and, the Meg, like the Mega Man thing, the ukulele, which is like Banjo Kazooie. Like yes. Real. Yep. 
Well, and that's the trend we're seeing is the AAA business is going away because they are screwing us and they've been screwing us for a long, long time and everybody is going indie and that's what's going to be a rise. We're going to see, like, or I don't know if we're going to see, but I hope we see, like, places like Activision and EA just disappear almost. I don't think so either. They're, they're too big to just die, Yeah, they still make money. It's just that, like... I think you're going to see, like, fewer and far between, I think, is the, the thing, whatever. And uh, But they, like, they still have a place, obviously. It's just that it's not where, like, a lot of these creatives want to go. Like, in Konami's... Well, yeah, exactly. In, with Konami, yeah, I like, think mo- they were... They're now going to focus a lot more on mobile and stuff like that as far as games go. Because that's, like, in Japan especially, mobile is, like, crazy popular. So they can obviously make money that way. And, like, making a huge AAA game like Silent Hills might be a way bigger risk for them. So they decide, well, let's, makes not, a lot of yeah, sense. let's not do that. Let's focus on something we know is going to make us money. I mean, at the yeah, end of the day, these are all businesses. Hope, yeah, yeah, I do feel in hope that most of these big companies will be kicking themselves later in this whole situation when it comes to things like this because they're trying to play, quote-unquote, safe and whatnot, but they see how much backup these people are getting. I mean, you can release a big-name title that's like, Mario, you jump on Goombas, you do this, but how about Mario with something else? Because, you know, Nintendo makes so much money, they don't give a damn, they can do whatever. But other companies like Konami and Rare and all this kind of crap, and Microsoft keeps screwing everybody over by saying, put out the same crap over and over again, just, it's safe, we'll do it this way. Yeah, well, yeah, but when you see Activision releasing a Call of Duty every year and it makes a billion dollars, then, you know, then that's star- why That's would... starting to decline, though, but yeah. Yeah, that's the other side to it as well. Yeah, we'll see how Black Ops 3 does. Yeah, right. Well, Black, the Black Ops series is actually a lot of people's favorite Call of Duty game, so it might actually do pretty yeah. well. I just, but, Yeah, I just thought that was interesting that yet another Japanese po- uh, game developer went out on his own and seems like he's going to be just fine. Yeah, ex- absolutely. Yeah, right. Although, and, screw I mean, you, I'm going to make my own game with yeah. Blackjack and hookers. <laughs> and hookers. You know what? Forget the game. Yeah. <laughs> Forget the Blackjack. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, on top of the Konami thing, too, have you guys seen that PT is, like, people are selling their PlayStations with PT on them for, like, $1,500 on eBay, and eBay is trying to take them all down? Well, that's a little yeah. weird. I mean, it, yeah, it does suck that Konami completely just pulled it off. So, like, if you didn't already have it downloaded on your PS3 or 4, I mean, you just can't get it anymore. Yeah. yeah but I also heard things like this are, have gotten Silent Hills back on track. It's still happening now. I, they didn't, I like, haven't they, seen anything about that. Really? I heard, I heard, I'm not saying that it's confirmed, but I heard from somebody probably somewhere on my Facebook timeline saying that they uncanceled Silent Hills because of the attention that PT was getting. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, who knows, really, honestly. I'm not going to confirm anything, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Jonathan I mean, confirmed I, it. Like, yeah. I mean, because, uh, I mean, once you, I mean, Konami, or Kojima, like, may have left, but Guillermo del Toro could have been like, I'm still going to stick with Konami, but Guillermo del Toro himself said it's not happening anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which is the... Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Sad. Right in the feel goods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he even said that he might not even try to make another game because this has been twice now that he's tried to make something that just didn't work out. Because he, yeah. he was working on a game with THQ, and we all know how they turned out. Okay, so that's it for gaming news. Uh, let's move on to some strange news. Yay! Woo! I have um, <laughs> one piece of strange news here too uh, to finish up the news section, uh, and we're back on track with this thing with 
uh, idol groups do, doing things to get crazy fans, you know, attention from crazy fans. So there's this J-Rock idol group called Deep Girl. And <laughs> Thank you, Glitch. Yeah. Thanks for covering that oh, one. Oh, you get it? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> they announced that they are, their group is going to be disbanding if their new single that's coming out soon does not hit the top ten charts in Japan. <laughs> and so they're wow. coming up okay. with ways to ensure that that is going to happen. And they actually have... Good music, maybe? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <burn. laughs> Not necessarily. Um, so their CD is going, is going to be released, the single, this one song, is going to be released in seven different versions, one idol per CD jacket. So there's seven different unique ones, one with featuring each idol. And each one, each single is going to be selling for $8.39. Holy crap, for one song. <laughs> Um, Was there like a naked pic on the cover or something we don't know about? No, there is actually one star-shaped coupon on the inside of each jacket. And Ooh, a star shape, you say? Yes. Yeah. And when you collect, <laughs> when you collect those, emphasis on collect, by the way, um, you you can't just get one. You can get up to so many coupons. And you'll get rewarded depending on how many coupons you yeah, have. Yeah, there's a ton, tons of stars out there. you got to have them all. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go down the list of, of the awards you can get for collecting these coupons for $8, $8 each. Okay, one coupon gets you a ticket to a meet-and-greet event with the band. Probably a handshake thing where there's going to be knives and, and axes. Chainsaws. Yeah. And chainsaws, of course. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on one second. So there, are you guaranteed a coupon, or is this like a Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory t- yes. style thing? No, you are, if you buy a CD, you are guaranteed a coupon. So that is a long, long meet and greet. Yeah, was, yes. wow, okay. <clears throat> yes. I got to go with a pop star. <clears throat> um, five coupons gets you a picture at the meet and greet with the group. You know... This almost sounds a little bit worth it, <laughs> because like eight dollars for one song, yes, that's crazy. But you're also getting to go to a meet and greet. That's pretty. Also, yeah, guaranteed yeah. meet and greet. Yeah, but fun. you also got to remember that idle meet and greets are usually handshake events. They sit at a table, you go down the line, shake their hands, and you leave. Yeah, but that's still cool, kind of. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's uh, keep going down you the list, and, we'll, and we'll see how this spirals into. I would shake into Guy and Thomas's hand for eight dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a bargain when you put yeah, it like that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for roughly forty-five bucks, you get to take a picture with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Ten coupons gets you a movie message, quote unquote, just for you. Mm. So for eighty bucks, they will they will make a movie. Like hello to John. How are you doing today? <laughs> yeah. All right. Stay with us. <laughs> so that's 80 bucks, roughly. Yeah. For 30 coupons, you get to go to a karaoke session with a group of other fans with them, I, I would imagine. I, I think so that's what it is. 240 bucks. Do you get to sing other songs than just theirs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't really like your song. <laughs> I just want to sing their rival songs just for the hell of it. Yeah, right. <laughs> for uh, 50 coupons, a handwritten letter... Just for you. Quote unquote. Hi. Yeah. Sincerely. <laughs> 75 coupons gets you a week's worth of wake-up calls from the group. So that's seven days. Define one that's like call. 600 bucks. 
Yeah, and that's like one wake up call per uh, group uh, person per, per group. member of the group. Yeah. Let me go to let me sleep. Yeah. Call me, call me back in <laughs> five minutes. If you're a heart like if you're a sound sleeper, you sell <laughs> yourself over six hundred bucks. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine how many people they would have to call? Like if if like everybody gets like to that tier. It's oh, probably pre recorded. It doesn't have the quote yeah, unquote just for yeah. you. Can you imagine that, like they're like actually like calling people and it's like, oh it's nine thirty at night and this person hasn't been called yet. They must be so late for work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's do this. I don't mind giving wake up calls, people. Come on, fans. That's a glitch wake up call. Yeah. <laughs> All right. For six hundred bucks, you can get Dylan to wake you up. You can get me to wake you up. Andrew, John, yeah. and Sean. No, uh, this is a good idea. Yeah, Sean will just get you'll get, get to Sean's day and it'll just be silent. Hey, are you awake yet? Yeah. Too bad. It'll be a pre-recorded message of one of us in the background just going, Sean, just do it. Yeah. This is what no. Patreon prizes now. I'm not doing oh. it. Right. This is ridiculous. <laughs> are we still, are there, We're going Sean. We're going Are there more tears? Yeah. Yes. There's about uh, seven. Oh, We're only dear like halfway God. through. Good God. Okay. So for 100 coupons, it's $800. Mm-hmm. Uh, a photography session, quote unquote, just for you. With homemade cookies. Mm. <laughs> <It's fine>. so, <laughs> we're going to throw in some homemade cookies. Don't you worry. <laughs> You're right. All right. Hold on. Now, I just want to... You can stalk these people better. <laughs> now, I have a question. That's true. Like, because each one of these things that you buy is a song, right? It's one song. Is, one is it song. the same song? It's the same song. Probably. It's one single. That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> I was like, the same song yes. 800 times. <laughs> yes. My iPad will be a, just would blow the fuck up out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> there was okay. no band that good. There's no band that I good. I can't even listen to Journey 800 Why do you times. think the band is disbanding? <laughs> Uh, okay. That's gonna be a point. damn good. That's gonna be the Eagle Mope is just ex- oh. okay. Thank you, thank you, Glitch. So we we still got like five more for 150 coupons, an hour long phone call. So well, okay, sense. I feel like the last tier is better than that. Who yeah, likes I talking so on too. the phone? Uh, unless you get <laughs> no, all these I got things. questions. Got me and Sean apparently have serious questions to ask. Yeah, unless you I get was, all these things. Uh, Right. Well, to me, that was, like, comparable of something that you would actually get on, like, a Kickstarter of that level. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that one didn't just... piss me off. <laughs> okay. I mean, is it like, you know, a Kickstarter where you get this tier prize and everything below it? Or I, I just... want to say yes. I want to say I really yes, want to hear but... the song now, though. Yeah, I yeah, know. That's true. I do want to hear the song. How long is the song? <laughs> it's 800 hours. <laughs> um, 300 coupons gets you a lunch for two. With ear cleaning included. And by the way, ear cleaning yeah, 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 is an ex- clean your ears after you listen to their single that thousand <laughs> times. It's actually after you listen to it like a thousand times, yeah. The um the act of ear cleaning in Japan is actually very romantic. Yeah. So like extremely romantic. It's two thousand four hundred dollars romantic. Five hundred coupons gets you a dinner for two with ear cleaning and a visit to a photo sticker booth included. So so apparently a lunch is less romantic than a dinner. I. All right. So wait, gonna, you don't know that? Yeah, they're gonna go to a lotteria get a get a thirty pound burger. Yeah. I'm sorry, there is no star that I would go pay. I would pay four over four thousand dollars just to hear their song that many times to see them. I still that's feel not like true. Be- that's not true. I can think of one person I would do that for, and that's David Hasselhoff. <laughs> 
Do people not even consider doing that for a day? David Hasselhoff would expect you to do that for him as well. I, so, I think I had a dream. That's my point. Where I'm not David Hasselhoff. And then we- <laughs> okay, we're in the final two tiers now. For home a, stretch, home stretch. For 1,000 coupons, wow. you get a day-long date. Perhaps with fireworks. You <laughs> maybe get fireworks. fireworks. You maybe get fireworks. What? You can't even commit to fireworks for that much money? <laughs> At least give me some damn Look, it depends cookies. on what they mean by fireworks. If you hand me a sparkler, I'm smacking you. <laughs> <laughs> the, little, the little black snakes that just... <laughs> <laughs> like, it's going to be one like a shameful open palm just right across the cheek. Slap. <laughs> you get one bottle rocket. <laughs> and finally... Finally, for 2,000 coupons, that's a like, reach around by each like of the members, $16,000, yeah. you get a trip to a hot spring and a with the of entire group. <laughs> a trip to a hot spring with the entire group. Although mixed bathing is out of the question. Uh, does it really say <laughs> no, that? No, no, fuck that. <laughs> if I'm paying that much, Glitch like knock the wall over. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Taking pics, posting on Instagram. I don't care. Uh, and it's like a live webcam I'm just going to make my money back on. Yeah, and then <laughs> there's like an enti- the entire time that they're at that Hot Springs tri- uh, trip, they're call- doing hour long conversations and wake up calls. <laughs> the wake up calls. Are you on oh, a no. date no, with another guy me. with possible fireworks right now? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, we have a dinner with a photo booth. <laughs> wait, you could make your money back that Are, way. Wait. Like, do the webcam thing? Yeah. You mean film them without their knowledge? Is that what you're saying? Maybe. Like a crime? <laughs> like, you, you know, like a crime? Look, charging $16,000 for this is a crime. For the same damn song. Yeah, 2,000 times oh the God. same song. I think we're breaking even on crime. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is the best conversation we've ever had on this show. This doesn't pay to see you naked. You've already ear raped me. <laughs> 2,000 times. Well, they can clean your ears if you're part of the yeah, other tier. <laughs> If you get an additional couple hundred coupons, you can go on the hot springs date and get your ears cleaned. <laughs> oh my wow. god! So this got wildly out of hand. Yeah, <laughs> and you can even say that that's as strange as it gets. Wow, that was amazing! Oh my god! <laughs> what was that band's name uh, again, real quick? Deep Girl. De- oh, of course it was. <laughs> Guess what I'm googling now? <laughs> Damn it! I hate you guys. I feel like eight bucks to get the single and shake their hands would be enough. Oh. That's true. Yeah. And the one coupon meet and greet is going to be a thing. If you and get to I shake think... all their hands, I'd say that's definitely worth it. That's like a buck per hand almost. No, it's a little bit more. There's seven of them and eight well, of the your dollars. Well, the extra one's for the song. It's a dollar for the song and then a dollar to shake each of their hands probably. Well, yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. Dylan yeah. has made logic of this strange <laughs> news. Oh, God. Thanks, Damn it, Dylan. Dylan. Well, you know. <laughs> I, c- I can't make any logic out of the last tier. I... They really do have just for you in quotes. Oh my god! <laughs> they should have a, I'm a sorry, winky but I, emoticon I too. That, that, that was a good. That... Not, we're not saying there's anything wrong with the band. It's just that don't pay sixteen thousand dollars for the hot springs trip, which sounds it's just awesome, a really weird, interesting no, way to no, market it. No, no mixed bathing. You, it's not worth it. <laughs> if you have, like, you've heard my rant about the whole no mixed bathing thing. But if you gotta pay sixteen thousand dollars to go. to 
to do anything. Just go to Japan and enjoy yourself. You might yeah. stumble across them. <laughs> that's that's go very to true. Go to a concert. How about that? And it's actually only like, yeah, to even just to get to Japan, it's only like fifteen hundred dollars. Never mind sixteen thousand. You can so. live it up. Get some Kobe beef, some fugu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. VIP tickets to the. You can actually buy VIP tickets to their be, their concert. If you can. you can drive the one to one scale Gundam. <laughs> okay, so that's definitely as strange as it gets. However, it might get a little bit stranger because it is time to move on to our finish of the week. No, oh, I was actually prepared that time. <laughs> yes, I was <laughs> on time. I was one hundred percent prepared. Uh, you didn't see it because we're doing audio. I hand cue him. Actually, you didn't. But well, I mean, I. Yeah. Guys, way to keep doing great radio by talking about things you're doing with your hands. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, that's just it. It's signaling. That's that's how it works, man. Get on, get on our level. So, finish of the week is it's actually a pretty simple one, and it's a trend that we've been seeing most often recently. Remember, we we've gotten trends that are memes in Japan, like the pregnancy test, the yes pillow, the subway. <laughs> yeah, the, sub- the subway thing, that one's a little bit different, a little bit more extreme, but yes, that it is true. Well, now, people have been adding something else to their most favorite anime characters in order to claim them in a certain, certain way. they haven't already done because of Rule 34? Yes. Um, well, it, it, it might have in some respects, but they're taking photos, like screen caps from their favorite anime, and they are putting bondage collars around their necks to claim ownership of them. <laughs> claim dominance over their favorite anime character. They are adding bondage collars around their neck to, with, with a chain that goes off screen to symbolize that they are hanging on to the chain. I would love to see, like, a picture of that, like, somebody has it on their computer, and, like, the rest of the chain is coming out of the back of the computer, and they're holding it, like, yeah! <laughs> that is surprisingly tame for the fittest of the week. Yeah, isn't it? I, I, well, I, I mean, I we had a couple options. I, I found another one this, this week, too, that was somebody who turned toppings that you put on sushi into cute anime girls but that's like that's that's a normal thing like moe tan is such a normal thing now i know it is but i mean like there's there's a shrimp girl there's an egg girl there's there's a tuna girl salmon roe girl you know you know poke them with chopsticks oh (laughs) but i don't know internet the internet memes always seem to win for some reason yeah well it's because they 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 explode over the internet my my favorite one is still the the ones where they Photoshop Joe Biden creepily, like, over their shoulder. <laughs> yes! Yeah. That one was amazing. Yeah, Those that was the greatest. I'm, yeah, still, I'm the... still down for the Subway one. That's still my favorite. <laughs> yeah, you know, Subway one is pretty amazing. We'll always hold a place in our hearts and our stomachs. <laughs> Hashtag in other places. Extra mayo. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Japan's finish of the week! I'm slightly disappointed. You're slightly disappointed. Yeah, we covered it. We I mean, covered it. here. Okay. I don't know, man. You you were gone for the episodes that we did the whole Hestia trend. Hestia was amazing. Yeah. Like I, that was freaking awesome. She she rocked the internet, and she still is. She's still like just going nuts on the internet. Over yeah, there. I actually found this this trend now that people are changing their Google themes to change the O's in Google to Hestia's boobs. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> wow. I don't know. Maybe I might explain what I'm into with collars. Okay, whatever. <laughs> that's just uh, that's just everyday life for you. Yeah, Glitch, Glitch is like, I'm always wearing my collar. <laughs> well, I don't get it. Like a collar, okay. <laughs> anything special about the collar? Does it shock anything? No? Boring. 
Let's talk about what we're watching. Well, I actually picked up watching both. Um, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Oh, did you? Yeah, I actually <laughs> yeah, quite like I, it. We're in college. Yeah, I I really 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 enjoy that show as well. And uh, Dylan Hestia, am I right? Yes, yes, you are. There's several <laughs> several characters on that show. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> but uh, I actually I think your qualm about it was that you thought that Bell was kind of a bitch. But I yes. I, he doesn't actually bother me that much. Like, yes, he is kind of a cowardly character, but I think, like, he's slowly not... Yeah, he he wants to be strong. Yeah, exactly. He's not... And he, yeah, I can't see that, but... He, I think I'm okay with it because he's sort of, like, a coward that's clearly going to become a character that, like, may not be as cowardice as opposed to just being a straight-up annoying character. Yeah. But, um... That's true. Yeah, I like yeah. that, and I also picked up watching uh, Food Wars as well. Isn't nice. it good? Yeah, it's really funny. Wait, is that the one I'm thinking about? It's a food porn. It's yeah. That's it's, what I've been wanting to see. It's, I need to see that it's one. It's good. I don't Two of my favorite like things many, in one thing. I, I can't think of many comedy animes that I really enjoy, but like Food Wars, I've laughed out loud several times during each episode, almost. Yeah, nice. and then when and then when they break down the actual cooking aspects of it, you're like, wow, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So I'm 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 really like Food Wars is in my queue, but I haven't started watching it yet. I've been watching. I've still been watching Edo Tama and, and uh, Shir- Don, Shir- Don Machi. Shir- been, yeah, I've been catching up on Shirabako. Everybody finally. needs to watch Shirabako. Shirabako seriously. is like the one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. Also on Crunchyroll for free. Yeah, please watch it. Yeah. I'm still watching Gargage on the Virtuous Planet. And, Good. <laughs> well, I've already seen it before. I'm rewatching well, yeah. it. Well, I know that. I know. I know. I'm just saying. Um, I, I can't wait till the second movie comes out. I want to see the second movie so bad. I'm thinking about taking the jump on Naruto. I actually guess I do have something to add. That funny that you mentioned uh, Naruto. Uh, I just recently, actually today of the recording, I read the third chapter of uh, Naruto. Boruto. Yeah, of Boruto, Boruto of Naruto Gaiden. Boruto. Uh, and it's uh, it's good. I just I I love it. But uh, but it's still like sitting in my in the back of my mind. I need to go read Shippuden. Like I just I need I want to go. That took place after Shippuden, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a, this I is after Shippuden, after the epilogue. Yeah, Boruto is Naruto's son. Anyone yeah. want to send me a link to that one? Feel free to do so. Yeah, it's um, it's I can I can do that. But it's it's really good right now. It's following Sarada, but I think their plan is to make uh, a, just a bunch of short stories. Like that uh, kind of are a collective OVA of sorts, but in manga form. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be it'll be really cool to see what they do with these extra characters after you know the whole Naruto universe is, or Shippuden universe is over. You know Naruto's the Hokage now. It's oh, it's just so cool. I, I it's really funny. And I fictions of plenty. But I just I, I love the idea of Naruto. I always have, but I've just never gotten around to it because I'm so far behind. Is that what we're watching? That That's is. What we're watching. Then it is time. To move on to our Tapagachi, which uh, we're not doing a Tapagachi this week. We're doing the pitch. We but are doing the pitch. This the is pitching. a this is the brainchild of pitch uh, sh- <laughs> pitching it of uh, pitch Sean it, yeah. and Andrew. This yeah, summer on uh, ABC. So Sean approached me and uh, said, "Hey, do you have a Tapagachi this week?" And I said, "No. What do you have in mind?" And he said, "Well, I have this." And it was essentially we take an anime that we like. Uh, and probably we, uh, preferably one we've all seen. Majority of us. Anyways. Yeah, uh, and make a live-action Western adaption to it, including actors and directors, all that kind of stuff. So I pitched the pitch. Yes, you did. You pitched the pitch. Now uh, we kind of did something similar to this, like episode two or three of um, of the Wicked Anime podcast, 
where we did live action adaptions, what would make a good one. You know, and we talked about, oh, yeah. oh uh, Cowboy Bebop, you know, was coming out, which was cool, but we would really like to see Big O, and we uh, we had Dylan casting John Hamm as, as, Roger, Smith. as Roger Smith, and it was the most perfect thing ever. I forgot that, about that. Good we're still times. all in agreement of that, right? Like, oh, John yeah. yeah. Is, okay. So, uh, th- now we're, that, uh, that session, we kind of took our own shows and we're like, this is what I would like to see. But this time, we're all talking about the same show and pitching what we think would make a perfect go at it. Um, and for this episode uh, of the pitch, we are doing Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood Arc 1. Yep. So, pretty much all of us have seen Brotherhood Arc 1, except for maybe Glitch. Did you? It's been so long. <laughs> have you seen Full Metal Alchemist? Because it's pretty much yeah. the same thing. Yeah. So, um, so you're at least familiar with it. We, we've, we're all familiar or and or have seen all of Full Metal Alchemist, and we all love it. Victoria's going to slay us for not having her on this episode. I, I, totally I tried to give her an out. Yeah. And you, I, could, I, you could ask her to when she has a chance to record hers and then just put that at the end of this podcast if see, you want. Yeah, I told her, you know, write what it, write her it to us. us out? <laughs> but, she, but she just said, you know, I didn't think about it that much. I haven't thought about it, you know, but. Yeah, so really, I thought she would have thought about this 10 years ago. I know, really. <laughs> she has um, like an updated list as the people get too old. She just puts <laughs> new people in. Yeah, she has people <laughs> on deck. So, so here's how we're going to do this. We're not going to go individually as ourselves and do our whole cast list. We're going to do one character at a time. Yeah. I have the uh, list. Do you want me to do the list as we go? Yeah, absolutely. And um, uh, and we'll just go down the list uh, and we'll do a round table of who we think it is and why. And then and then afterwards we'll do the director. Yes. Who's going to direct the shiz. So, uh, Sean, seeing that this is completely your brain baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, you may begin. Choose your character to start. Who are you pitching Okay, um, let's go ahead and start, uh, probably, let's get the hardest ones out of the way, which is probably gonna be, like, Ed Allen Winry. Uh-huh. So, uh, let's start with everybody's Eds. Anybody got an Ed? Okay, I found it impossible to cast Edward Elric. <laughs> I did, too. I did not. It I, is impossible. I, I, I didn't get one for it. any of those three. So. I got one for, I got one for each of them. I did, too. I did, I got, I got yeah. Ed. I mean, I got Alphonse, and who was the other one? Winry. 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 I, got, I got them, too. Yeah, I, I did, I did too. Oh, okay. I don't have Ed. All right, I so this is... <laughs> all right, so here, I'm going to go ahead and throw mine out there, and I'll explain to you my choice and why. Okay. Which is, uh, casting children is impossible, because they're just, it's hard to cast children actors. They're just, A, they don't stay young enough long enough, and B, like, you, you kind of have to catch them while they're young. Yep. Um, so if you're not in Hollywood, you're not seeing anybody, so, you know... Duh. Uh, so what I did was I actually cast them a little bit older, as in Ed would be probably closer to 20 at this point. Yes, I did the same thing. Okay. Um, Winry, the same. Um, my Ed is actually Zac Efron. Really? Hmm. See, really? No, no, no. Give it a second. Give it a second. Yeah, no. All right. <laughs> See, I was thinking um, just to actually find somebody who's naturally shorter, and like the one... I was going to go with it, but then I, I was just like, no, I'm not even going to bother with Ed. Danny DeVito. No, yeah, Danny DeVito. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Was, was um, Elijah Jack. Wood. See, and I had Elijah Wood for a different pick. Really? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I was um, almost going to say the the blonde, uh, actually, I don't know if he's blonde in the Hunger Games, but like um, PETA in the Hunger Games. Oh, um, oh Josh God. Hutchison? Josh yeah, Hutchison. that's not a bad pick. See, I actually thought about Josh, Josh Hutchinson, too. Because he's naturally short, too. And he's also yeah. kind of like feisty in yeah. that way that 
you know, Ed is too. And he can carry that. I can see him doing that. That was a much better pick than mine. The, these three are my weakest three. I'll okay. be honest. No, I, Emma Winry, Watson. I believe Winry is one of my strongest. Yeah, me too. My, mine too. All right. Uh, my Al was Isaac Hempstead Wright. He's the guy that plays Bran because it's only a voice. Yeah. Okay. So I have casted two people. Okay. okay. I can see this that. Is John, Jonathan, you. Yeah. Ahead. Okay. My my voice for Al would. Okay. I have two picks. One I just said for the voice. Just keep it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Maxie Whitehead. Yeah, That's not a bad plan. The voice actress who played, played him in the series. Or, um, if it has to be somebody from Hollywood, the only person I could find who could do it would be Noah Ringer. Who was who was? Uh, oh, in good pick. Avatar: The Last Airbender. That. Or well, the last no, Airbender I did. no. Actually, I disagree with that. I, I thoroughly despise that kid. So, okay. So here's my idea. He was okay, he was okay in Cowboys versus Aliens. Okay, he was no, passable. S- still hate him. Okay, so um, here's my deal. Uh, I went with Maxie Whitehead as well. I, I said voice is the same. But I am all about practical effects. Like uh, I, I thought about yeah, it. I need thought a about, suit actor, right? Yeah. See, I, I said we need a suit actor for Al, and that is the great Kali. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. He's Who's a that? Wrestler, he's a professional wrestler. I oh. saw someone say he should be sloth. <laughs> Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's mine. I say Maxi Whitehead is a but great Kali as, I said, as a suit actor. I said Vin Diesel as a suit actor for. <laughs> So this was my uh, uh, just to keep it moving because we have a long list. Winry, I actually said Dakota Fanning. No. I said Al Fanning. No, I said. Elizabeth. I think Al Fanning's too young. I said Elizabeth Olsen. I disagree with her as well. She's too mature. Emma Watson. How about her? Ooh, I, too I, I also would. Yeah, I feel like I would like to see Elizabeth Olsen too, only because I like her a lot. But yeah, I kind of, I agree with Sean. I feel like she's kind of mature, and who who knows? Maybe she could play a more feisty comedic character, or like, you know, get that side across. But I I, I agree more with one of the the Fanning girls, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I also have two alternatives to Elle Fanning: um, Abigail Breslin or Chloe Mortez. Ooh, I like Ab- I like Abigail Breslin more. Emma yeah. Watson could work too. Glitch, isn't that what you said? Emma Watson? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what his suggestion yeah, is. I, I do I really like Emma Watson, but I just don't know that she's Winry. Well we're kinda casting She's not, anyway. she's Emma Watson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well no, I meant like yeah. I don't like when I see Emma Watson I don't go, Oh, that's Winry. Right. Well you a lot of kids don't go, Oh, that's such and such too though. What's that? Until they like make it their role. 
Uh, true. I, I'm not disagreeing there, and that's that's definitely the director's job. I'm just saying that, like, if I was the casting director, she would not be my first pick. Hmm. You know, the, the, I would not. That would not be my first phone call. Interesting. Yeah. I, I want big doe eyes, and Emma Watson does not have big doe eyes. You don't think so? CGI. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Emma Watson is a very stern, sharp look. Yeah, she'd be a better reason. Like, if she was a little older, she'd be a better Hawkeye. That's true. Which we haven't gotten to Hawkeye yet, but yeah. I have a. Yeah, but we will. That, but we will soon. <laughs> Who do we want to do next? Jeremy uh, Renner. You want to go ahead and drop Hawkeye. into that one then? Into Hawkeye? Yeah, Jeremy yeah, yeah. Renner. Who'd you pick? <laughs> Shut up, Dylan. <laughs> Shut up. He's got a family now, and people care about him. <laughs> and he also holds a gun eventually in this movie, and does that one pose he does when he holds a gun. <laughs> so, so this is one that I think I won. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I put down Anna Torv. I don't know who that is. Anna Fringe. Who? From Fringe. Yep. Who watches Fringe? <laughs> Anna Torv. Yep, she played Olivia Dunham in in, in, in Fringe. Yeah, I remember Man. her. Yeah, yeah, Man, I can I see that. I I put actually I I always forget how to pronounce her name, but she was the blonde chick on Chuck Yvonne oh, oh, Stravatsky. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good too. Uh, right. That's not a bad choice. All right, I oh god, said... she'd be a great lust. No, I have. I think I have a killer lust. I have a different oh, okay. lust. Um, <laughs> I said for Riza Hawkeye that Kira Knightley would be a great. Uh, Reza Hawkeye. I disagree with that. I'm kind of in the same boat. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I like I like Kira Knightley, but I don't think she could do it. Mine is actually really is going to be is going to surprise you all because I said the Scarlett Rock. Johansson. <laughs> I disagree. I, I was wondering if someone was going was gonna to no, say no. Scarlett Johansson. I'll, I'll bring. Uh, yeah, I'll bring this up later. But uh, yeah. yeah, no. I, I think Scarlett Johansson because Reza Hawkeye is a very deadpan kind of robotic, does whatever Hughes says kind of kind of girl and she's a by the book soldier you know and that's what that's what Scarlett Johansson can do uh, I mean I, I won't give you wrong it's definitely in her wheelhouse but I just I don't she's uh, how do I put this like a tad too voluptuous you think so yeah wait wait Reza Hawkeye is a tad too voluptuous no, no. Scarlett Johansson really yeah she's just really a little too feminine yeah yeah I, I she's too done. sexy yeah yeah, she. I mean, she. I mean, like, she's a great femme fatale. Riza Hawkeye is not a femme fatale. She is a soldier. Yeah, she's a soldier. Oh my she... god! How did I not think of this before? Uh, yeah. Edge of Tomorrow. Um, what's oh yeah, Emily Blunt. Oh yeah, that's kind of cool. Oh, to IMDb. What's her name? Uh, Emily Blunt. What I just Blunt. said. Emily Blunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, next problem. I've already solved this one. <laughs> I said it first, In- though. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. I actually yeah. like that one, too. Yeah, okay. We agree on Emily Blunt now. <laughs> well, kind of. I'm still kind of stuck on Kira Knightley. But, you know. <laughs> Not a bad backup. It? If you can't get Emily Blunt, I'm okay with Kira Knightley. But, like, I want Emily Blunt now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Awesome. In, a, in a perfect casting world, I'm pretty sure every single casting director has said those very same <laughs> words about an actor. Yeah. Anna Trope so, could almost be that other um, colonel that's, like, in the winter area. Oh, oh God, she Armstrong. would be a great Olivier. Yeah. Yeah, Olivia Armstrong. Yeah. But she wouldn't, she wouldn't show up in this movie, though. No, 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 no that's movie, later but... on. All right, so let's get to the, 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 the piece of resistance. Mustang. Roy Mustang is Keanu Reeves. 
I hate you, and I'm gonna slap you for that. Example. Roy Mustang is Keanu Reeves. It's not Keanu Reeves. It is. It it's Carl Urban. Is. You son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, man. oh man, they should. Uh, Carl Urban okay, and Keanu Reeves okay. need to have a fight. Wait, wait. Carl Urban. Carl Urban can be Mustang if Keanu Reeves can be Greed. Done. Actually, I will take that any day of the week. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like Carl Urban better than mine. I, I just copied mine from someone else's list that I was like, what, yeah, okay. <laughs> Why would you say? They said Joseph Gordon-Levitt. But I think he might be a little too young. If he was older, maybe. Yeah, I think he's a little too young. Oh, he'd be a great greed, too. Yeah, he would be a good greed, too. Although, I was thinking that after greed gets his second form, you know, his second identity form, uh, I would have picked Donnie Yen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is uh, is the 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 the, the Chingy's prince? Yeah. Uh, Ling. Is that yeah, Ling? Yeah, that's Ling. Ling. Yeah. But he's get, but he's way too Donnie old. Donnie Yen is getting I know. really old. I know he is. A uh, younger Donnie Yen would work much better, but that yeah, was my he pick. probably still looks twenty years younger than what he actually. <laughs> my <is>. second <laughs> pick for that one though was um, Stephen Amell from Arrow. I'm not familiar. Is that the yeah. guy who plays Arrow? Yeah, it's the guy that plays Arrow. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I still like Carl Urban better. I like Carl Urban better too. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He does. He does that focused, dark. <laughs> just I'm getting the job done. He I can see him killing too. lust. Is like, my yeah. yeah. He has the face shape too. Like it. It really works. Yeah. He seems like he could be the like lovable asshole kind of. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's pretty much his character in Arrow. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Interesting. So, um, on to Hughes. Okay, Hughes was really tough. For no, me. I did See, not cast Hughes. I, I just, just could not from someone think else. Of okay, so too. I cast Hughes as Johnny Depp. Yes, I. You know, this is I'm actually okay with that. <laughs> yeah, but Johnny Depp they would put Sarah Bowen Carter in it somewhere. Johnny Depp would take take the Hughes character in a different in a different direction. He True. wouldn't be like the oh look at my daughter so you know like I love my family sort of guy. He would be like a really nice guy but he wouldn't do that. I could see like Ed Helms doing it. <laughs> really? Oh man. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I can. Oh wow. <laughs> Sat on that for a second and you're right. <laughs> 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 I the, the one I sort of agree with I, I that I found daughter. online was they said Josh Radner, who is the guy who plays um, Ted in um, How I Met Your Mother. Oh God, uh, that would not be a bad. Uh, yeah. it might be like the only thing I like him in. It'd <laughs> <laughs> yeah. actually be a good idea. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not against it. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like the Ed Helms idea too, though. Like, <laughs> it's like you guys, you should look at my daughter. Like, she's beautiful. I love well, my family. I mean. Because well, I also know that he's he's capable of like depth. Comedic actors tend to be like really good actors. Yeah. Because uh, comedy is hard. <laughs> yeah, it is. So like, I just he has the kind of look going on, and like he could totally be that guy. Oh man, Charlie Day should be Edward Elric. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, God. And Danny DeVito is Alphonse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's always sunny and full metal alchemist. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So, so Lust was another one that I That's thought a great I won. Title for this episode. <laughs> Lust was another one that I thought I won. So I want to hear what you guys said first. All right. I did. This, this is where I I thought you guys think you guys would be surprised because I said Scarlett Johansson should be Lust. I'm more okay with her as Lust. I yeah, just... I, I, I'm more okay with that as well. But I I, I don't know. I like mine better. Okay. Eva Green. Ooh, good choice. 
Give an example for Eva Green. She's, uh, uh, I don't know what you've, might, it's probably just better to Google her, but she's right on, she's <laughs> on a show right now called Penny Dreadful. The last uh, time I saw her in She was also she in was, Casino Royale. She was, oh, she was in, um, she was, she was the love Berlin. interest in Casino Royale. Yeah, you just said that, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> she was the, the chick in the second uh, 300 movie. She's, uh, she actually does quite a bit of stuff. Yeah, so it seems. Oh, she was in the second uh, Sim C- Sin City movie. Yeah, uh, who, who saw that? She's well, yeah, she's really running, topless right. a lot in that. So there's that. <laughs> now I gotta see it. <laughs> uh, Interesting. But, but yeah, not a bad choice. I actually really, really like that, Dylan. Yeah. I, what, I, what do I you do have? Too. Uh, mine was Laura Prepon. It's Betty White. <laughs> no. Laura who? <laughs> Laura Prepon from um, uh, Orange is the New Black. Oh, yeah, I know, Mario. yeah, and uh, that 70s show. That's an uh, interesting pick. Oh, yeah, Well, she has that more mature look to her, but I think that Ava Green has the realm that we're looking for. Oh, yeah. oh, go check out Laura Prepon again. Some of the yeah, scenes I just, from... It, well, I did. Yeah. I, I mean, and I, and I see it. I see it. I know what you're talking about. But he's a bigger fan of Ava Green, and he just wants to see Ava Green, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a tough choice. I, I think I think both would do really well. I just I think when it comes to like that silky sultry, like Ava Green is just like uh, intensely sexual. Yeah, I was aiming for more intensely sensual. Mm. <laughs> I think either would work. I, I do. Yeah. I agree. I think Ava Green was a fantastic thing. Yeah. Right. Did you did right. you have one glitch? Nope. Okay. <laughs> he's just listening. He's 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 listening and commenting, making making a good commentary. Okay. Uh, envy. Okay. I didn't. Uh, did, I did not cast one. envy. I got one, and you guys are gonna disagree with me, and I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nicholas Holt. No, that's fine. He was he was the the skag dude in Mad Max Fury Road. He was, yeah, nuts. he was nuts. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. So so I guess that he's going to be a little bit taller than you would think of as envy, but yeah, like but doing so, somebody of that height is kind of actually hard. Yeah, and I bet you that he would he would make a really good androgynous character too. See, and that was actually what I was kind of thinking. Was, I was thinking female yeah, characters. Yeah, like no, like you cast a female, but do a do the ADR as a male. And I did that as well. Like I, I thought about that as well. The other person that I came to was also uh, this is where I had. Um, What's his name? Elijah Wood slotted in again. Interesting. As as envy. Really? I don't think he's thin enough. He, he, he could stop eating for a while. I kind of like <laughs> Elijah Wood better. Go on machinist diet. Yeah, I had both. It was just his perform. Uh, Nicholas Holtz's performance is nuts, and that frenzied kind of. Yeah. And he goes between being hurt and then that crazy and then hurt and that crazy. I was like, that is envy. That is really envy. I like that. Yeah. yeah, Envy is like one of the greatest characters on that show. Yeah, uh, he's a, just he's a tearjerker. So, um, so that was my envy. I mean, that was all I really had there. I I didn't really do greed because I forgot that he, was he really in the first arc? No, he wasn't. No, he, he, he didn't come in, in until it. the second one. Yeah, but yeah. what about um, what about sloth? Or sloth or um, I gluttony? Gluttony. I didn't do gluttony at all. Gluttony um, Andy Circus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I couldn't really think of anything. Like, it's just, it, it's such it, a comedic character that you, you uh, I don't Gluttony's even know. Gluttony's gonna be CG. Gluttony's yeah. gonna just be CG. 
It, yeah, they're gonna get uh, Andy Andy Circus and and he's gonna be CG. Yeah, yeah. I agree with. But that. Andy Circus will think the whole time that he, he's responsible for all the work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um so the next big one that I had was uh, a Fuhrer King Bradley. Okay. Yeah. Oh wait 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 for this one everybody on three say who they would cast as Fuhrer Bradley. Ready? I have three picks. Hold on a second. Okay. Oh, let me Google. But there's only but there's only one right pick. Okay. Ready? Thing. Yeah. Ready. One, two, three. Tom Russell Crowe. Oh, uh, Tom Selleck was on my list. No, Tom. There's nobody who can do it except for Tom Selleck. He looks exactly like him. He's also like seventy now. That's fine. No, no, no. I wanted somebody that could do the physic, the like the, the 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 fighting too. But in Arc One, there is no fighting. It would oh, yeah. In Arc One, the if we made a Full Metal Alchemist movie, the movie would end with that reveal. So you still have to, see to do Tom it Selleck then. Being King Brady. I guess, yeah, he would eventually still have to do it, but, um... But I think he could. Yeah, have you seen Blue Bloods? No, I haven't. Yeah, um, Tom Selleck in Blue Bloods is, yeah. like... I don't watch any cop oh, dramas. Wait, right. So, I had I had a couple other picks here. Uh, okay. Go ahead, go ahead, Dylan, sorry. Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> uh, I, no. I just found a photoshopped image of him, I was like, ah. <laughs> so, here were my other picks, because I went through a couple different variations of this. Um, Russell Crowe is what I actually settled on. Yeah, that's not bad. Not, uh, I, I, I think it could work. Um, I wanted the acting talent is what I wanted. The other acting two, talent. Uh, Tom Selleck. The other two, I had uh, Liam Neeson. Uh, no, he sounds like, like him. That. I don't like that. Okay, fair I enough. Could, I could see that. And then this one, in a weird kind of a turn of events, where like he, if if we were to cast him a little bit younger, um, Michael Fassbender. I just like Mac- Michael Fassbender for just whatever. Being a, yeah, being a great actor. Yeah, he could um, be several characters. He could be yeah. probably like Greed or. Oh God, he'd be an amazing Greed. Yeah, or even Benedict Cumberbatch for Greed or something. <laughs> yeah, right. Someone actually online thinks that John Hamm would make a good Colonel Bradley or Fuhrer Bradley. Fuhrer. Oh. Uh, see, I'd have to see him with a mustache. Yeah, I would have to see him with a mustache. You can't ruin that angelic visage with a mustache. <laughs> see, <laughs> it's true. It's true. John Hamm as anything is fine with me, but you know. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that was I, I went all over the place with that one, but I do agree. Tom Selleck is the right thing. <laughs> um, and then my last one, the, our, the last thing on our list is we have to do Scar. Yeah, Scar. Scar was probably the yeah. hardest thing I had to cast. Yeah, uh, uh, Scar was actually pretty easy for me. But yeah, we did forget Armstrong. He is a pretty important part. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I didn't want right. to do like every single character. I was trying to hit the high well, notes. Well, Armstrong's yeah, a pretty I know, big but one. Armstrong is pretty important. Yeah, it's true. Um, well, I do have Scar though. I, I do have Scar. Scar. I that bad with a mustache. Um, all right, so who's your guys' Scar? Okay, so I had two for the acting points for Scar. I said Tom Hardy. For the fighting points of Scar, I said Jason Statham. <laughs> Glitch just sent us all a photo of John Hamm with a mustache. <laughs> yeah, I, I take that. I don't agree with that. <laughs> Wait, you don't you don't agree with what? John Hamm having a mustache. Oh yeah, oh, no, no. It, it ruins him. <laughs> it also looks like his hair is almost parted in the middle. It's just kind of weird too. Um. I don't like either of those. I'll be okay. honest. 
Um, which ones did you say? I'm sorry, I was distracted by my. I said, I said, uh, I said Tom Hardy from an acting perspective, but from a fighting perspective, Scar fights a lot, and he's like a really martial arts fighter. I said Jason Statham. I was actually going to say Jason Momoa first. And I'm on board with that one. Really? That is that was your pick? Yeah, that was uh, one of my two picks. Yeah. Um. Well, my pick. Interesting. You, the Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it was The Rock. <laughs> Nice. It was Dwayne. It was Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, that, I, that was I my pick for Scott. I don't. Think, I think that's like the obvious answer, though. I know it is. I know it is. But I think he could do it. I don't know. I can't see him playing such a stern, brooding character. There's always every time I see the Rock, there's always such a goofy element to him. Yeah, um, he's always he's just so big. He's unbelievable. Well, yeah, Jason Momoa, I think wins. Yeah. Uh, well, I have a second one. Okay. Um, and this was kind of in a. All right, so Ishvalans have dark skin, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, we don't really see any black people in this show, do we? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, there, there is. There's no. that black girl from the um, uh, from, from the village that has no legs. But no, I was like going to say, three, um, maybe? I, I would really like to see Idris Elba. Uh, as uh, star? I would, that would be pretty cool, actually. See who? Really? Yeah. I don't think so, man. Wait, who? I don't know. Idris Elba, he was, um, darn it. I'm doll, man. He's the oh, Idris like, Elba. Yeah, I couldn't see that four. one either. Hmm? Yeah, Idris Elba. Nah. Yeah, he's a little too smooth. Oh, I think he, he could do ragged. Oh, he is, okay. he Look at him smooth. in um, uh, uh, freaking Pacific Rim. Yeah, I see. I don't know. I feel like they're they're they were more going for um, a Middle Eastern yeah uh, vibe with the with the Ishvalans. Yeah, I hey, think I'm so just too. throwing some. I, I'm just throwing ideas around out there. I'm not trying to. I mean, because that race doesn't exist in real life, so... I know, I know. Racism, Sean. I'm not being racist. (laughs) Stop blackwashing all of our shows. I'm not! You're the one denying the role. (laughs) Ed should be played by Donald Glover. The the Ishbalans are real. Oh, my God. Actually, holy shit. I, I actually... It's funny that you said Tom Hardy, because I actually thought of him uh, for Armstrong... Yeah, that would be so much better. Oh my god, he would be brilliant. It's awesome. I don't know if you've seen Bronson, but he basically yeah. looks exactly like. No, I've seen. Well, because I, lo- I that's where I first saw Tom Hardy was Bronson. Yeah, and here's it, a, um, I got a thought about this one. What about Roman Reigns? Gotta look it up from man. WWE. We're googling. We're googling. Oh, you're talking about for Scar? Yeah, Link. Yeah, he, he almost looks, looks exactly like, like Jason Momoa. Yeah. <laughs> so can we just get Jason Momoa then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta have a backup plan. Better. I don't know. Well, part of the thing that I was gonna do too was um, I'm, I wouldn't even make him shave his head. I would just have them dye the the the, the dreads white, just to kind of throw a little spin on the yeah, character, right? give it yeah. a little. Give it yeah, a little so fun. you don't run into the problem that uh, the Dead or Alive movie had, which was people are just cosplaying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like I want it to feel lived in. I want it to feel you know cool. Yeah. Did you have any other for um, Armstrong? I didn't have that, anything for Armstrong. I think I think now that we swapped out Tom Hardy for Armstrong, I think that's where it wins. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Hardy's just amazing, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I mean, the last thing on our list is is the the the, the thing that brings it all together. Yeah, who would, who would you guys it? have directed? Um, I, for my director, I said I have no freaking idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The, because um and like obviously the only thing that was sticking in my head 
was uh, was George Miller after watching friggin' Mad Max because but I mean but after I, but I thought about it for a little bit because I mean if you watch Mad Max he shot Mad Max like an eighties film and that would really work for Full Metal Alchemist I disagree whole yeah long. I don't know about that really because because yes. I mean like the really steady shots and the really wide angles I like, I I have two people in mind that I think would do a better job. I have one. Well, anything is better because I didn't really, I didn't think about it. Well, that, it was also stuck in your head, like. Yeah. I I think he did well with Mad Max because Mad Max is exactly that kind of movie. Well, that's, that's his, it's his franchise. That's his. Yeah, exactly. And then, now, what you have to remember is, is Full Metal Alchemist is actually gothic horror slash action. Yeah. So what do you got? Uh, my two picks were, uh, my first pick, the thing that I think the person that would handle it the best is Guillermo del Toro. You really You're so right. I never I can't believe he's like my favorite director ever and I I don't think so. No. No. Yeah, I don't know about I don't that think one so. either. I don't think he could do it because because Guillermo del Toro is much slower paced than Well, he is, but um he also likes to make like everything look like a fantasy book. Yeah. But everything's a slow burn, and, yeah. and Full Metal Alchemist is not. Full a slow Metal burn. Alchemist but, also isn't. A, it doesn't to me look like a fantasy book. It looks like a more. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's where my issue is. Oh, with I got it, you. Is he right. makes everything look well, like a fantasy. book. I, I I'm you. thinking of, of Hellboy Two is is kind of where I got a lot of my. I mean, it, but that was my first pick. My second pick is I think the actual right pick, which is I think um, James Cameron. Uh, they don't like James Cameron. <laughs> what about? They could be Norrington? wrong. He does good work. <laughs> who did you say, Glitch? Stephen Norrington, the dude who directed Blade, maybe first Blade. Mm-hmm. No. Well, that's not, a, <laughs> not. Yeah, it's it's a little too close quarters. Um, my pick is somebody who can do dark stories, but also adds a mix of kind of childlike whimsical, and he also can do close quarters and large scale. You just described Guillermo del Toro. I was about to say yeah. you literally you did just, just describe Guillermo del Toro. Maybe I did, but that's but you'll but I think you might you might get a better idea once I say who it is. Brad Bird. I don't think he does the dark as well. Yeah, he doesn't do dark very well. Well, well, I, I do. I, I think you're right on almost everything except for the fact that. He doesn't. He won't do gothic horror. He, he won't go dark enough. You don't think yep. he'll go dark enough? Well, he doesn't. He also doesn't do fantasy. Like I know he he does like he does fantasy if it exists in the real world. You, you know who I think I would maybe like to see is Ryan Johnson. Maybe examples. Uh, he did yeah. Looper and um, another movie that you you guys should actually watch called Brick because Brick actually was like a movie that was like this is kind of like an anime because it's like a, a noir crime thriller thriller geez that takes place in a high school so it's like a, a high school student figuring out this murder i think it's been a while since i've seen it huh but that he's a great director that... and he's gonna direct um star wars episode eight and nine i think or maybe just eight interesting yeah oh i'll, I'll check him out uh, yeah brick that sounds interesting brick and, and looper are okay Wait, we haven't seen I looper mean, we haven't seen I looper yeah i haven't seen looper i've seen looper i'm just trying to that one's such a it's such a different movie. but there's a stop there's a pocket watch in looper he he knows pocket watches so oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's ridiculous um i i'm not against it i still think that like del toro is the best bet he has everything you need to make that movie. Yeah, right. as long as he doesn't pull out his art book for it. like it, he like he has to. He, has he to, could for for doing the the alchemy though. Yeah, like like, could, like Ed's spear that he pulls out of the ground 
and like the landscapes, like when they go to the oasis, yeah. or um, or or that one, the the iron um, alchemist who who hits the ground and the cannons come out, yeah. all that stuff he would be brilliant at. The story and the pacing that he would need to do, I don't know if he could achieve it. Mm. As long as he's not writing the script, he does. <laughs> he does know anime though. Yes, he does. Yeah. We're we're guaranteed to know that we can be comfortable with him because he knows anime. Do you want to hear my um, joke? Yes, <laughs> yes. What's your joke, Dylan? Okay, so my joke casting for director and and some of the, the cast is Wes Anderson's Full Metal Alchemist, <laughs> and it would be Ed would be Owen Wilson, and Al would be Luke Wilson. And Henry would be Gwyneth Paltrow, and Bill Murray would be in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Murray is Fuhrer Bradley. Yes, yeah, Fuhrer Bradley, exactly. Because <laughs> uh, he'll only be in the movie for a couple minutes. <laughs> or no, wait, Gene Hackman comes out of retirement to play <laughs> Fuhrer Bradley. I like it. I, I would pay money to see that movie. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's like that, like that one song that's always with those trailers. It's like. And it's just a lot of people running and panning side shots. Wow, you're just a full suit of armor. Wow. Oh, good God. <laughs> wow. I wasn't expecting to lose my leg. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. But he still has that uh. nose. Oh, <laughs> uh, that, that's, uh, that's it. That's what we got, everybody. Thanks. Scratch Thanks all for the, uh, the previous stuff. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Wes Anderson does Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> ben Stiller is... Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at my Royal Tenenbaums poster and yeah, recasting yeah. them. Exactly. That's basically Wes Anderson's entire cast. It's like, well, who do I have to pick from? And he looks at his Royal Tenenbaum poster. And it's like, who do I have to pick from? And, and there's just an X over Gene Hackman. He's like, oh, he doesn't work anymore. Oh, that's, that's great. All right. Some uh, fan service? Yeah. Uh, so we're going to uh, crack open our fan service section, discuss what you guys had uh, had sent to us. So first up comes from Gerardo. <laughs> What's up, Gerardo? We're going to be playing Monster Hunter with you in just a couple hours. Uh, he, he discusses what he thought was disturbing in anime from our what we think is disturbing. We actually got a lot of really great responses from you guys about what was disturbing. Uh, psychologically disturbing events in anime for you guys. So the first thing he said... Uh, was Krillin's first death from the original Dragon Ball series. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, he said he knows he might sound silly, uh, that, like, it has a magical dragon, wish him back to life, but he was, like, eight when this happened. So, like, when he was eight-year-old mind, like, seeing this giant dragon, like, over the death of Krillin yeah. and bringing him back to life, that'd probably pretty, be pretty creepy. You, and you didn't know that they could bring anything back to life over and over again at that point. That was so. the first death. Yeah. yeah. So, uh... Next up, he says, like, more recently that disturbed him was uh, Madoka Magica. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if any of you guys have watched Madoka Magica, but I watched the whole thing in, like, one sitting. It's really, really messed up. Like, it's a magical girl series that hides itself in a psychologically disturbing, messed up world that's just so horrifying. Uh, and I can understand that, because after I... I sat through it for six hours... And once they watched the whole series, and I kind of didn't feel like myself after watching it. What did you feel like? I felt like killing myself. I feel like, that, like after two or three episodes of Criminal Minds. <laughs> well, it was, so it was rough. It was kind of <laughs> like how, how you watch uh, the end of Evangelion 2, and you're just like, oh man, I do not feel good. Like I, I, don't, <laughs> I need to go lie down. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 
maybe not get up for a couple hours. <laughs> days. A couple days. Alright, and then he jumps back a little bit. Um, back to uh, episode 61. He's uh, where we're talking about the different type of con goers. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and he said that he was also the kind of uh, con goer that loves to meet the voice actors, the directors, and all the special guests that go to conventions. Loves getting things signed, um, but also likes spending time in exhibit halls and panels. Yeah. So um, he's kind of like a mix of, of what Victoria was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he really was. That, that one that we had to make up because they didn't have it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did have to do that. He also jumps into hotels, and he says he has a hotel horror story. Ah, uh, yeah, those are the best. He had a hotel, and a friend of his invited two other random people to hang out in the room. Like, that already is, like, not okay to do. I mean, it, it is when you have a, you inform somebody that you're doing this, but when you're bringing random people back to your room, generally that's not okay. Yeah, we've had terrible experiences with that. Yeah. So they decide to bring an Xbox and play Halo at 9 p.m. at night, and you're at a convention. 9 p.m. at night's pretty late. You're... Bringing an Xbox in the first place is a stupid yeah, idea. Yeah, that's a really stupid idea. If you're going to play Xbox the whole time you're at a convention, like... At least bring a PlayStation. That's <laughs> right, right? <laughs> they were getting uh, complaints from the neighbors because they were being so loud at this hotel. And then uh, they, he asked them to be quiet. They never did. So he got up and he, and he unplugged the TV on them. Like, yeah. Good on you, Gerardo. Yeah. That's how you do it. Fist uh, fights. Yeah, he unplugged the TV and said, you guys got to leave. <laughs> nice. Uh, so afterwards he said uh, he, he got some um, not-so-kind words from them, and needless to say, nobody is friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to conventions and hotel rooms. Conventions are fun! <laughs> so, and then, of course, Ithor messaged us, our wicked fan over in the Iceland areas. Ithor. Aethor, Aethor, <laughs> whatever. Send us an MP3 of how to pronounce your name. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the best fan service ever is if we just play an MP3 of him saying his own name. Yeah, every time we got a message from and then it'd just be him saying it. Aethor. All right. Uh, and he said that he also has a psycho- psychologically disturbing moment. It is not from anime, though. It is from a Russian video game called The Void. Uh, now, this is when it was uh, translated into English. It's really hard to get. But he said that it's, like, from, like, a spirit of person that's starved to death. You're basically, like, going through this weird hell-like world um, that's, like, really messed up, he said. Uh, Sisters and brothers, uh, the sisters are uh, beautiful, scantily clad women, and the brothers are monstrous uh, in every letter of the name, he said. And so you're going through this weird world, uh, and it's got you trapped in there for so long that when you finally reach the surface, like, and see civilization, your your brain, like, is just like, I, I, I'm seeing something normal. It's, like, he said that that was really just messed up to him, and he doesn't know how to explain that kind of a feeling. I want to try this. Yeah. I want to try this game. I'm going to look for YouTube videos on this game. The Void. The Void, yep. yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look for YouTube videos, see if I can find a walkthrough. I want to see what he means by monstrous, what he means by, you know, the... The feelings that he, that he gets when you see, like, something real. Like, something that can mess you up when you see something finally real is... That, that's interesting. Yep. Next, our Wicked fan Robert sent us a message uh, just to notify us that uh, that John Wick 2 was finally officially announced. Yeah, that's important news. Yeah. We did know about that, but it's good to point out to the fans that they want to point it out to us. To be <laughs> well, like, hey, John Wick 2's out, guys. And we're like, yeah, it is. And we do a mental eye vibe. And they're also going forward with Shanghai Dawn with Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson uh, <laughs> to fill out that trilogy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wow. Yeah, wow. 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 Wow, those stunts, Jackie. Wow. Wow. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, and then uh, over the last weekend, uh, three weeks ago now, um, we had uh, from the recording three weeks yeah. ago from yeah from the from the nerdy show uh, uh, Patreon meetup. We were at the nerdy show Patreon meetup, and we had a couple uh, couple fans on there that we were talking to. Uh, one being Temsu, who uh, who wanted to reach out to us and say, "Hey, you guys are doing a great job. Like yeah. the past couple of months of Wicked Anime have just been perfect and on point." Yeah, I really like hearing that from fans because I mean, when we get silent fans who who you know, when we get messages from people who who we haven't heard from before, that's good in one thing. But when we get a message from them saying that we're what we're doing is right, is an even better thing. Yeah, um, and I, I'm sorry. I know there was another person there who also said. Hey, like, yeah, you. I agree. You guys. But there were a great. lot of people at that meetup, though. Yeah, so it was all jumbled in, and I missed uh, your your name specifically who said that. So I'm sorry, but thank you. It's we just to let you know it's very much appreciated. We love yeah getting that kind of feedback. And of course, we have our wicked fan Keto. Keto uh, messages us and says he doesn't have a psychologically disturbing anime per se, but he said psychologically disturbing to his own noggin is the fact that he sat through all of Miraniki <laughs> in yeah. his very keto response. <laughs> yeah, future diary backslash Miraniki is... And so, uh, and so Keto, uh, Keto knows us too that we have a huge problem with Miraniki as well as an anime and says, hey, I'm pushing you guys right now that you gotta make a video on Miraniki. And... Funimation has a licensing to that, so the second we even put anything up about Miraniki on our channel, they're going to flag us. Um, so we're going to have to get creative with that. But I really, really, really want to go ahead and uh, and do that. So he said, passive-aggressive shots fired. Uh, I, I believe that is all of our fan service that we have. That's all I remember. So if I miss anything, I'll look you up later. Uh, thank you very much uh, for sending us. We always love hearing from you guys. Um, hey, you know, shout out to silent fans. Like, we meet silent fans all the time uh, now, and uh, and you guys really seem to like us. Seriously, anytime you want, just anything, even if you're just saying, hi, I really like your show, shoot us a message. Please, silent fans, we need to, we want to hear from you. Or keep you guys are... rating and reviewing on iTunes, too. That's that helps. Yeah. We know, That's we, true. We, we often forget to plug that, but that helps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I'm nicer than I sound. <laughs> He's not quieter, though. No. Nope. <laughs> I have one volume. <laughs> so that was our conversation, guys, uh, of the pitch. So maybe you guys can email us and or message us somewhere on the internet. Let us know, hey, do you agree with some of our picks? Maybe you can pull uh, bits and pieces from our casting choices. And we, had a lot of, we had a lot of trouble with the directors. So, yeah. so if anybody knows of any good directors, and recommend us some movies. I like movies. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so email, you can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. Also, you if you just want to suggest for future pitches an anime that you would like to hear us stumble through pitching actors. <laughs> yeah, well, I have like four animes lined up, by the way. Yeah, we do have we do have a good list of animes that have not been westernly adapted yet. Cool. Yeah. So, so we have a couple of rules for the ones that we pick. Yes. Even though this first one broke it. <laughs> All right. I was like, no children. He's like, full metal outfit. I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> 
I had to do one that we've all seen. Uh, we've all seen Outlaw Star. I know, but I wasn't prepared for oh, Outlaw man. Star. Like the second you finished with um the second you finished talking to me about uh the pitch idea, I started writing my casting list for Full Metal Alchemist, and you're like, Well, we could do Outlaw Star, and I was halfway done. I was like, ah Wes Anderson's Outlaw Star. <laughs> ben Stiller is is Starwin. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, so and it starts. Okay, uh, and as you guys can also find us at facebook.com backslash wicked anime, where we post. Uh, we have news articles from around the internet. You can you guys can talk to us. You can find out what, what's up with our videos. Um, you can also find us at nerdyshow.com backslash wicked anime, where you are either listening to this podcast right now, if you're not listening to it on SoundCloud backslash wicked anime or iTunes. And you can also find our videos there, where you can also find our videos at youtube.com backslash Wicked Anime Reviews. You can also find us at twitter.com, where you can tweet at us at uh, Yo Wicked Anime. Finally, you can find Tumble. Find us at tumblr.com, tumblr.com backslash Wicked Anime, where we tumble tumble things that are funny, mostly Peter Payne and Monster Hunter. <laughs> They're pretty funny. They are pretty funny. We we do enjoy that Tumblr trash heap. <laughs> Hate Tumblr, man. Uh, All right, guys. Thank you very much for joining us this week for the Wicked Anime Podcast. We hope you liked our new ideas. Uh, keep an eye out for a survey. One more s- shameless plug that we need to mention. June 27th, Wicked Anime Live at the Geeky Z. This is a shout-out to all of our Orlando fans. If you are in Winter Park in Orlando District, uh, come to Cimarron Boulevard, where we're going to be at the Geeky Z at a comic shop, uh, where we are going to be doing the Hardcore Anime Panel live. Correct me uh, if I'm wrong, but it's going to be all of us. It is, yeah. Like, everybody who you hear today on this show, it will it's be, gonna there. be there. It's going to be there, yeah. So, uh, you know, Victoria said that she even might try to make it down, too. So there might be six of us. Yeah, and she has seen the hardcore anime. Well, she hates it. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. That's perfect. She totally needs to be there. Yeah, quote, unquote, has seen the hardcore anime panel. Yeah, more but, like she's seen the inside of her shirt while our panel is going on. Yeah. <laughs> Girls. It's also going to be a 21 and over only event. Is that it's, correct? It's, it, you, you can make it in if you're 18 and over. Oh, okay. But, uh, it's, but we're going to be adding a interesting drinking game aspect to it uh, to help the geek easy out. Um, as far as that, push some beers. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna die. <laughs> well, we're not. You guys. Yeah, they don't drink. Be- They're the ones making up the game. No, actually, Aaron was the one who was like all about that. So, so we, but we agreed to it. You know, we gotta help out our our geekyzy there. So, eighteen plus to enter, twenty one plus to uh, part- <laughs> participate in the drinking. Game. Participate in the drinking game. We hope to see you guys there. We know we have local uh, Wicked Anime fans to Orlando. So we're very excited for June. We have a whole bunch of uh, really special live events that we're June is a huge month for us. More on that later. Yeah, on recording and stuff like that. So thank you very much for joining this episode once again. And we, you, you'll listen to us next week. And probably not whatever, next week. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, or the but, other uh, the week after the next week. Yeah, at some point, you will be like hearing that. You, you will, will be hear our voices again eventually. Sorry. In, in, at a point in time in history, we're going to go play some Monster Hunter now with you guys. Yeah. So we're, so we're going to go sign off the only way we know how. Okay, bye. Let's put pants on. Do, do, do.
you know, and we talked about oh yeah, oh uh, Cowboy Bebop, you know, was coming out, which was cool. Uh, but we would really like to see Big O, and we uh, we had Dylan casting John Hamm as as Roger Smith. as Roger Smith, and it was the most perfect thing ever. I forgot but about that. Good we're times. still all in agreement of that, right? Like, oh John yeah, yeah. Is, okay. Oh, John Hamm should yeah be. Is in it my video. watch beeping? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, it was my watch beeping. Surprise, my bomb is about to go off. <laughs> it's O time. Go time, Big O. I forgot what he says. It's show time. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. Hey, it's it's o-time. display, Dylan. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes, or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show to find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other nerdy show programming visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships you can subscribe to the wicked anime podcast via itunes and soundcloud leave a comment like and share and follow nerdy show and wicked anime on all your favorite social networks for more podcasts articles community forums and other awesomeness visit nerdyshow.com if it's geeky we've got it covered Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.